0: you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor <laughs> Cooking Show, a weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dike. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes.
1: Happy Halloween weekend, all you ghosts and ghouls. (laughs) May all your tricks be treats, and may all your Christmases be bright. (laughs) Okay, I think I just skipped over Thanksgiving, didn't I? That's probably not a good idea for the host of a cooking show, huh? Well, food comes into play in all those holidays. Heck, all holidays in general, I guess. But we don't need no stinking holidays to talk about food, man. Not on the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, anyway. And that's what we're going to do. It's the last couple of days for National Seafood Month and National Pork Month. So that kind of leads conveniently into our monthly visits with Dave Fremont of Boyd's One Stop, where seafood is their business. And with Greg Burlocker of the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is their middle name. Uh, Okay, technically, it's National Pork Month, not National Meat Month. But pork is meat. And it is one of their specialties at the Belleville Meat Market. So we're going to take the time to get some ideas for how to cook seafood and pork from Dave and Greg. We promise. However, there's plenty of time for that later. We need to at least address the biggest story in Houston this week. The Astros. The World Series. Yeah, they lost Game 1. But as usual, they bounced back. And there's still plenty of playoff baseball yet to be played. But I wanted to talk about a part of the Astros story that stretches well beyond the World Series. Look, I know what you're thinking and I'm right there with you. It's extremely difficult to look any further down the road than winning the World Series because this team, this group of players deserve to win at least one more World Series. They're just way too talented not to, you know what I mean? Sure, they've been a streaky team all season, but. When they hit a hot streak, they're impossible to slow down. We've seen them do it several times, like the league championship series. I was completely deflated when I heard that Lance McCullers was done for the series, and then later the rest of the year. And I'll admit I was convinced that that was the end of the line for them. They won that first game, but when they lost the next two, I got seriously depressed. I thought it was over and done. But boy, was I ever wrong. They came screaming back with those three wins in a row, including the two blowouts in Boston. Boy, that shut up all those ridiculously hypocritical Red Sox fans, didn't it? You know, the people who kept booing our guys, calling them cheaters with some rather colorful adjectives thrown in. Yeah, I'm sure we were all fed up with all that nonsense because their own manager, Alex Cora, was the guy who dreamed up the trash can scheme in the first place back when he was a coach with the Astros. Then, all those obnoxious Boston fans just seemed to conveniently forget that the Red Sox were also punished for cheating. I was getting a little sick and tired of all their uh, sanctimonious attitudes. Yeah, I know it's a big word, but it works. There were several times I must admit I wanted to scream at the TV, Hey, you guys got caught cheating, too. Did you just decide that never happened? Are you total morons or what? But as soon as I'd feel that way, they'd boo Altuve and he'd hit a dinger over the green monster, and I'd find myself screaming instead, Boo him again, you half-witted fools. It only makes him mad. And it was during one of those moments that I started to realize the Astros have used all this hatred and all this abuse to their advantage all year long. So I must admit, I've come full circle. Now I actually look forward to when the crowd boos somebody like Alex Bregman. I think it's going to motivate him. And we've seen it happen more than once. So yeah, the Astros still have a lot of work to do to bring home the brass, But I find myself expecting them to do something unexpected, and it makes quieting down places like Fenway Park all the sweeter. But that's just me. The bigger, more important long-term issue that I wanted to discuss is whether the Astros are going to make a genuine attempt to sign Carlos Correa when he becomes a free agent after the World Series is over next week. My son Derek has made the point that he believes the Astros are the only pro franchise in Houston that has earned the right to be trusted when it comes to things like this. And you know, the more I think about it, the more I agree with him. The Rockets may have allowed James Harden to destroy the nucleus of a contender, but at least they got fair market value for him, and they're already using some of those high draft picks to make a pretty darn good start at rebuilding that roster, you know, to make them serious contenders again. Still, the proof will be in the standings, but I'm going to be very surprised if this core group of players the Rockets have put together don't accomplish some very exciting things over the next few seasons. I mean, they're headed in the right direction. The Texans, on the other hand, are nothing but a gigantic question mark, and that's putting it diplomatically. Cal McNair didn't do himself or the franchise any favors with his boneheaded statements, but... I'm not half as worried about a stupid, regrettable remark before a golf tournament as I am the never-ending string of bad personnel decisions this team has made. We don't need to repeat all those missteps. But we don't need to look any further than last week's trip to Arizona to see two classic examples of the unbelievably dim-witted moves they've made. All you have to do is say DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt. Nothing else needs to be said. And until the Texans can prove to the fans that they're beyond that kind of dim-witted management, they're going to continue to see empty seats in NRG Stadium on Sundays. I know I haven't been to games. Have you? No, Mr. McNair, if you want me to look past your foolish, insensitive comments, if you want me to forget about all the half-baked personnel mistakes you guys have made, then figure out a way to get fair market value for old Mr. Stinky-Poo number four. Start rebuilding your roster the way the Rockets are. Get to work. Get that horrible human being out of Houston. He's a cancer on this town's good name, and he's a disgrace. I'm tired of seeing his face. I don't want him associated with our city anymore. But anyway, I started out by saying how important I think it is for the Astros to re-sign Carlos Correa when he hits free agency at the end of the World Series. And I also mentioned how trustworthy the Astros are when it comes to deciding when it's time to cut ties with the player and move on. Yeah, George Springer's a great example. I mean, we all adored Springer. In some ways, I still do. But... Clearly, the Astros knew he was not worth the huge long-term contract he got with the Blue Jays. Certainly, they couldn't have predicted Springer would get injured, but they did know they had Jake Myers and Chaz McCormick waiting in the wings, right? Uh, Look, I'm not an expert on the Astros' minor league talent, but I've been to enough Sugarland Skeeters games to get the idea this club does not have a shortstop down on the farm who has the upside of a Myers or a McCormick. So, I think Carlos Correa's case is quite a bit different from Springer's. Plus, the Astros obviously depend on Correa's leadership both on the field and in the clubhouse more than anybody else on the roster. Hey, am I making sense here? I know the Astros never hand out long-term big-money contracts, but Correa might well be the exception to the rule. And unless the team's management knows something all the rest of us don't know, well, That's most assuredly the case, at least when it comes to me. But you know what I'm getting at, right? Correa doesn't have that big monster bat, but there's no disputing he's an absolute vacuum cleaner at shortstop. He sucks up every ball that comes within 15 feet of him, and he's got a howitzer of an arm that's thrown out runners at first base many, many times when everyone, everyone expected an infield single. I've said it repeatedly throughout the season. Pay the man. Heck, it's even become a meme online. I see it all the time. And there are lots of Houstonians out there who feel exactly the same way I do. Pay the man. If anybody ever deserved the long-term big-money contract, it's Carlos Correa. And if the Astros don't at least make an honest, no-nonsense offer to try to keep him, I'm going to be highly honked off. So that's my rant for this week. (laughs) And I just hope James Click or Jim Crane or somebody with some brains and guts over at Minute Maid Park will step up and try to get something done. Pay the man. Okay, I promised we'd actually talk about food on today's edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, didn't I? And we will. In fact, I'll make you this promise. We'll get started with seafood and we'll get parody with pork, And somewhere in between, we'll try to steal a little candy from all those cute little trick-or-treaters. Hey, that's why we put them through college, right?
0: If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The old grill sergeant will be right back with more ideas and
1: advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dike. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dike Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas, but they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, The Name Says It All, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video, or a new website, or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Seeley on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspas Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top of the line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original all Spas hardware and boutique features a complete barbecue pit house from gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers they've got it all at the original all Spas hardware and boutique they even offer grill maintenance and repair visit their website allspas.com or just drop by and see for yourself the original all Spas hardware and boutique at 2720 west lake houston parkway in kingwood Life is simple. Eat,
0: sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dike. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Haynes.
1: The Pharaoh of Fish has arrived. He's Dave Fremont, Pharaoh Fremont of Boyd's... Points one stop at the base of the Texas City Dike. I'm sorry, I cracked myself up there. Hail to you, oh exalted one. How you doing there, Randy? You know, I don't even know
2: what any of those words mean. I, I really don't know how to spell them, but I'll take full responsibility. Just how thorough do you want to go with this? I mean, it's
1: just, I, I'm here. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad to be here with you, brother. Can you believe it's the end of October already?
2: No, I can't believe it. Uh, It's just, it's flown by. Now, there were some times during the summer when it was so stinking hot. The wife and I'd be looking at each other going, well, you know, we only got like maybe another month and a half or so, and things will start cooling down, and a few weeks later, it seemed like the temperature went up, you know, and so it was felt like forever, but, but here we are, and little tiny cool fronts are, are getting hung on the fence post up there around College Station, they ain't quite making them down all the way, but they're coming and I, and then we're going to have some we're going to have some good days and it's only going to get better if you, if you like cooler weather so bring it on and this let's cook stuff
1: well let's do that so are you ready for halloween brother <sighs> Yeah, I, I, I think I am.
2: You know, I loved Halloween as a kid. We had a good time. It was, it was. A, the neighborhood was full of delinquents, and we just had a, <laughs> we had a, we had a ball. You know, and you know we, we were not. Uh, and here again, I'll use a word I can't spell or don't really know the true meaning, I may mean, have nothing to do with what I'm going to say. But our, our folks weren't what you would call affluent yeah okay now that so our halloween mask a lot of times would be a grocery bag the old paper bag you know the big bag i'd have to have a big one for my head and you'd cut out the holes and a place to breathe in the mouth and and then draw something really gnarly you know on the outside of it and honestly that's what we used for several years until you know somebody would buy us a regular old plastic with a rubber band on the back of it but yeah halloween was fun and we loved the old trick-or-treating and all the candy and everything that went with it
1: well boyd's one-stop's got to be ready for halloween with crawfish season right around the corner when does it start you know crawfish will start
2: they'll start uh, doing their thing coming out of the mud and stuff uh, a lot of times in december and uh, there's there's times when we'll actually have crawfish available around Christmas time. And it's hard to say. It's always weather related, the temperature of the water, how the crawfish were the year before, what 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 all the breeding took place and how just there's so much stuff that I don't know about. Jason has a whole lot better grip on that because he's uh, in the crawfish trenches with those farmers and uh they know a lot, so I'll, I'll get bits and pieces, and he'll tell me, hey, Dave, it looks like we might have a pretty good early season. We may have some coming in here in the middle of December or so. So we'll know a little bit more after Thanksgiving. But you know what we do. We also, uh, a lot of people have uh, tried uh, frozen crawfish. Hmm. And freezing crawfish is not the best thing. You know, fresh is always better. Sure. It seems in so many things, you know. But now freezing, the way things are frozen is done so differently now. And when they flash freeze and cryo freeze and take that meat, and run it down through that critical temperature to keep the, the uh, cell structure from breaking down during freezing. It can really make something frozen almost taste like fresh. Wow. And so Jason does that. We've got a cryo freezing uh, machine that's very similar. In fact, I think it's exactly what they use on the shrimp boats offshore. And uh, he will freeze crawfish instantly i mean in just a matter of a couple of minutes those crawfish are rock hard solid he brings them through that temperature change and they bag them up and they're already cooked and then when you thaw them out they go into a pot of seasoned water and out ready to eat and some folks don't like them because they're hardcore crawfish enthusiasts and they said man i want it to be dead about a minute before i eat it (laughs) but we've got Tons of people that want crawfish, cook crawfish, when they're not in the ponds. And so we started freezing them and putting them up. And we tell people, like we've been selling them this week, we tell people, these are cryo crawfish. They're Boyd's crawfish. They're good crawfish. Here, try one. Have a free sample. 99 times out of 100, they go, hey, that ain't bad. Give me a bag. And so we've been doing that for a couple of years now, uh, Randy, but we don't really go crazy about it because we know that most folks want them during the season, but you've got some people that have to have their fix year round. So that's why we do it. Well, can you tell the difference? We've done taste tests and had people couldn't tell the difference, but one telltale difference is, is that when you cry or you freeze something real solid real quick, it turns it into words. the shell is is brittle. The legs are brittle. The little bitty pinchers they've got are little. And so those will get lost and knocked off in the shuffle when they're solid frozen. Uh-huh. They're not attached that well to the rest of the body. I see. And so when you get some of these crawfish, they may be missing their claws or something. They'll say, hey, what's up with this? But you don't eat any of that stuff. You eat the body, you eat the tail of the body. So that's where it's all at. But but that's why we always tell them, hey, these are cryo, give it a shot, see what you think. And in most cases they go, hey, those were good. I can send you a text and a picture right now. A very good friend of mine that, uh, that came by the store, and I didn't even know he was getting them. I didn't even know that day we were even selling them. And he says, man, these are as marvelous as ever. And I went, man, that's good, because <laughs> I know he's a crawfish connoisseur. Anyway, <laughs> that's just one of the things that's going on down there.
1: Well, you got lots of other seafood available in the fresh seafood market at Boyd's. So, so fill us in on what's ready to pick up today so we can cook it up for dinner tonight, Dave. I like I would say for me,
2: blue crab. Man, we've had a terrific season on blue crabs. And on most, because you know with seafood, most any given day, we've been having Blue crabs, live blue crabs. We've had them. The number one size, which are very largest. Number two size, which are medium large, perfect size. And then we've even got some number threes, which are the least expensive, smallest, but great for uh, gumbo's, uh, anything for flavoring, and still has adequate meat to be able to pick it out and eat. So blue crab and. You know, if I was going to go home and and cook me some, and I might, because I'm right down the street from Boyd's One Stop right now, because I'm liable to go by there and pick me up some blue crab. And while I'm there, I'll shell them, and I'll rinse them out, and I'll, I'll take them home. And I'll take some, um, and I don't mind using brand names because why hide it? Because it's, it's stuff that we use here at Boyd's, and and so I want to tell the customer, you know exactly what what we use. And we'll use a uh, seasoning, a barbecue crab seasoning, and it's made by uh, Bolners out of San Antonio, but they go by their brand Fiesta. Huh. fiesta you can't you can't miss those spices they're all over in the grocery stores they're a big company great bunch of people and so i'll take that and i'll shake that all on that crab that that barbecue seasoning and i'll just let it sit in the refrigerator or you can leave it out if you're going to go to the grill or or if you're going to go to the frying pot but what we do is we take that marinated crab and we'll get some oil just regular oil It not have to be peanut oil your vegetable oil, and, uh, Get it good and hot by 350 degrees, and then take that crab with that seasoning and drop it in that oil carefully, and it don't take but a couple of minutes, and that thing will sizzle and pop and carry on, and when the sizzling starts easing up, you'll know the crab's about done because the moisture's cooked out of it, and it'll be a nice brown. Take it out, drain it. And start picking that crab and pulling that meat out, and and just anything you want to do. A lot of them, a lot of us will just suck on those crab legs and try to get all the flavor off of it. That in <laughs> a cold beverage is, is just excellent. I mean, that's just one way one way to do them. Another way, because we're always talking about grilling. Yes, sir. That same method of cleaning, and then put some. Uh, Oh, put some Italian salad dressing and kind of coat those crabs with that um, and that barbecue seasoning. Let that sit a little bit and all of them kind of get together and then put it on the grill. Give them a good couple of minutes or so on each side until you know that they're done. And then you eat them the same way. So whether you want them fried in the skillet or whether you want them on the good old outdoor grill, you can't beat blue crab, Brandy.
1: It's National Seafood Month, and he's more than the Pharaoh of Fish. He's the Sultan of Seafood. He's Dave Fremont of Boyd's One Stop. Tell us how to get there, pal. 227 Dyke
2: Road on the Texas City Dyke. As soon as you come on the Dyke Road on the right-hand side, you can't miss us. There's Boyd's plastered over everything.
1: Happy Halloween, my friend. Try not to scare those trick-or-treaters with that mask. Oh, you're not wearing a mask. Hey! Never mind.
0: <laughs> Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break.
1: Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Alspa at the original Allspaugh's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware & Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware & Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One-Stop, the name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dike. Boyd's One-Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dike Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas, but they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's one-stop, the name says it all. 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Hames to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data sim with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data sims. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to cellularandsatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on-site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a competitor Computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Seeley on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782.
0: Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dike. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Haynes.
1: Here to speak on behalf of the Belleville Meat Market is our executive producer and our favorite foodie, Greg Burlocker. Good to talk with you, my friend. Good to talk to you. Happy fall. Yes, it is nice to have a little bit of cooler temperatures, isn't it?
3: Absolutely. The Astros are in the World Series and the weather's changing and it's a great time of year.
1: So let's not waste time on small talk here because there's a lot going on at the Belleville Meat Market this time of year. After all, Belleville Meat Market is hunter's headquarters, right?
3: Absolutely. Just things are picking up with uh, uh, archery season already underway and uh, youth season. And yeah, it's going to be a great year.
1: Well, the Wild Game Processing Plant is a state-of-the-art, it's kind of a one-stop shop for any and all Hunters' trophies. So, give us some examples of the different kinds of animals that they've processed at the Bellevue Meat Market.
3: Well, of course, deer is probably the uh, the number one game animal that they process. Wild hogs are uh, another wild game animal that they process a lot of uh, during the year. Belleville Meat Market processes a lot of exotic deer, like axis and Nelgai, other game animals, and they process all year long. So. Uh, unlike a lot of seasonal processors, they don't close down after 60, 90 days. Uh, they're there to support you all year long and can, uh, take all sorts of things. Uh, geese, turn those into sausage, um, just all sorts of things. So, uh, if you've never, never had your wild game processed at Belleville, uh, go out and see the Poppenburgers. I think you'll be very pleased.
1: And as important as that wild game processing plant is to hunters, it's just the beginning of the things that the Belleville Meat Market can provide to make a hunter's trip a perfect outing. For instance, most hunters like to cook up big meals in the field. And of course, the Belleville Meat Market is the best place to shop for steaks or chops or burger meat, whatever it is you need to put together a great campfire meal. Tell us what to expect, Greg.
3: Gosh, Randy, uh, the nice thing is is that it's a full-service meat market. So there's always uh, a real butcher Uh, on-call whenever the the meat market is open. And if you want something special, if you would like a T-bone cut an inch and a half thick or uh, some double pork chops, the butchers at Belleville Meat Market are happy to accommodate you. If you need uh, a certain type of mix, like for instance, if you wanted to have, um, I call it a squealer burger, one of my favorites. They uh, will grind bacon and then mix it in with the Um, uh, hamburger meat and instead of having bacon on top of your burger you have bacon inside your burger oh yeah so they do any and all sorts of special processing and if you want them to grind up some cheese and green onions in that same patty they can do that too
1: on the other hand if the hunters in our audience want to you know simplify the meat process a little bit they can also buy some of that pecan smoked barbecue that the Belleville meat market sells right there on the showroom floor. What can we find on the menu, Greg?
3: Gosh, um, baked potatoes that are just astronomically big, Randy, they just <laughs> load them up with uh, well, either plain, you know, if you want butter, sour cream, chives, and, and just have a regular baked potato that way. But you can also have that great sausage uh, sliced up and put inside, or if you want brisket. Uh, They have brisket sandwiches, and, uh, of course, you can top it all off with the Three Generations barbecue sauce that's that's still made by the the Poffenburger family.
1: One of the things that I thought about that a hunter could do is is buy one of those big briskets, and and you could augment that with some prepackaged potato salad and coleslaw. That's an instant feast for deer camp, right?
3: Oh, absolutely. That and um, pork tenderloins that are already prepared, um, you can get those uh, uh, in a variety of, of flavors. Um, they actually have these stuff with boudin. Mm. Oh, gosh, the with dirty rice, um, bacon wrapped. So all you need to do is let them thaw them out, put them on the grill for about an hour, hour and a half uh, on indirect heat, and all you have to do is slice them up. Just fantastic. And, of course, you've got the dry sausage in case you want to put some camp beans on and, and let those simmer all day long, summer sausage, cheeses, all sorts of things.
1: Well, I was thinking about the pecan smoked sausage. You could cook those up with eggs for breakfast.
3: Oh, gosh. And the, the breakfast links, um, dry sticks. Um, you know, I always like to take the dry sticks, uh, put them in a baggie, and tuck them in my shirt, whether you're in the field hunting or whether you're in the bay fishing. Uh, they're always a welcome snack. Uh, it's just hard to beat.
1: And all of that is great for hunters. You know, I heard an old adage one time if you say hunting, then you ain't never been hunting. <laughs> You're an avid outdoorsman. Do you concur with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And the farther east
3: you go toward Louisiana, it's more like haunting.
1: <laughs> well, you and I discussed your Aggies a few weeks ago, and it was right before they played Arkansas. And I said at the time that I thought A&M would wear them down in the second half. So much for my college football knowledge. What happened? Well, we've got that new
3: quarterback, and he just needed a little bit of seasoning and some time <laughs> in the saddle. And uh, we certainly we we had some character-building games there with uh, – uh, you know Mississippi State and uh, uh, gosh, just but they came back strong, uh, beat Alabama, and yeah, it's just a shame that our quarterback got hurt. But uh, you know, uh, gosh, it's just a uh, that's why they play the games, right? Is you never know what's going to happen.
1: Well, I love it at A and M. They call them character building games. At TCU, we just call them losses.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Aggies. Aggie football teams don't lose. They just get outscored.
1: Well, the Hogs may have finally beat A&M, but the Piggies still make good eating, and this is the end of National Pork Month. I ask you to come up with three recipes using pork. We've only got about two minutes here, Greg, but I want you to hit as many of them as you can.
3: Go. Okay. Um, something I've had that was just incredible, it's candied bacon. Oh, mm. Absolutely fantastic. Super simple. Uh, You take thick cut bacon, uh, you drizzle it with syrup, sprinkle it with garlic powder. If you want to get a little bit exotic, do some cracked uh, black pepper, put it on the smoker for about two hours, and there will be a line at the table waiting, fighting over this candy bacon. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Another is uh, the double pork chop. You see those at the market, uh, Belleville Meat Market, be happy to cut them for you. Uh, Rub those with a I make my own rub with with a little bit of brown sugar, onion powder, garlic powder, salt and pepper, and uh, uh, give those a, a good uh, uh, coating and then smoke them. And um, usually about an hour, hour and a half at low uh, temperature, uh, not too high, but uh, maybe up around 300. And my goodness, when you cut that open, you get a nice smoke ring. And um, you can then split them, and everybody gets, uh, uh, you know, half of the double pork chop. And then um, uh, schnitzel is uh, uh, one of my absolute favorites. You don't have to do it with veal. I get the little uh, thin-cut wafers of uh, boneless pork chops, and for two, three bucks, you can get six or eight pieces that you uh, fry up. And um, uh, the Germans have a thing called veal holstein, And Holstein means it's topped with a fried egg and capers and and, uh, anchovies.
1: Oh, I thought that was a guy I went to high school with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was his name. Neal. <laughs> <There he, laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was Neil <laughs> Neil Olstein. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, all of those things sound really good, and you have once again demonstrated why we call you our favorite foodie. <laughs> but, of course, the best place to buy all those pork products Whether it's for deer camp or just out in the backyard, that's the Belleville Meat Market. So you got to tell us how to get there, Greg.
3: It's real easy. From Sealy on Interstate 10, go north on 36, about 15 miles. If you're coming in uh, 290 north or south, um, take uh, 159 south, about 15 miles to Belleville. And if you're in Brenham, just go south on 36, about 18 miles. And uh, Belleville Meat Market is right in the middle of town on Front Street.
1: Now, what about their website? It's www.bellvillemeatmarket.com. Take care, my friend. Good luck to you Aggies this weekend. Here's hoping there are no character building games left on the
3: schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I just uh, looks like we're absolutely not going to lose this week. So um, um,
1: we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk next month. Oh yeah, by University. Yeah, we played that <laughs> once in a while too. <laughs> Life is short, grill while you can.
0: Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break.
1: Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on-site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Seeley on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pithouse. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One-Stop, the name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke, Boyd's One-Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dike Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas, but they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, $227 road at the base of the texas city dike
0: may the forks be with you this is the boyd seafood outdoor cooking show boyd's one stop is located at the base of the texas city dike now here's the guy who turns all the grills
1: on randy Hames. look out below here comes my old buddy from the hudson and harrigan show fred olson top of the day to you my brother how you doing well, I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. You know, I ask people all the time on this show, how are you doing? And you're the only one that ever asks how I'm doing back. <laughs> hey, there
4: you go. You know, I, I, a good friend of Todd, just, you know, instead of ask people how you doing because they'll just go, on oh, by. Just go, how you feeling? And then you might really actually get a response.
1: <laughs> and maybe not the response you really wanted to hear right
4: <laughs> well you may you may up end up in a conversation with someone who needs to be heard so how
1: you feeling well i'm feeling just fine how are you feeling really really good i got we got family members coming this week my granddaughter
4: and uh, stepson michael is going to come and help decorate for christmas the our granddaughter loves that it's just she's she doesn't want to miss decorating the tree here at our house, so she just loves it so much. So they're going to come in, and my brother and sister-in-law are coming in, so we're going to have a house full of people, and we'll have some cooking to do.
1: Well, I thought that your wife was so in love with Christmas that she decorated on the 1st of September. <laughs>
4: no, it's actually the 1st of November. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm close.
4: <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. You know, like I tell us, I'd rather I'd rather have sixty plus days of Christmas than the, what's going on in the rest of the world.
1: Well, that's true.
4: I'd rather look at that tree and go, yeah, the reason for the season. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I hope you have a wonderful time. The first thing I want to ask you about is whether you were able to watch KHOU on your dish system yet or not.
4: No, God has once again blessed us with uh, CBS is not available, so there was no uh, Texans game. Thank. God, literally, that we have the Astros. I mean, we have somebody who's contending somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful to have the Astros, and, and, and they're such a wonderful team. I just hope they figure out a way to sign Carlos Correa. I don't hold out much hope for that, but I I still pray for it. Well, let me reassure you, you didn't miss much in the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> that, that team's Thanks. And it was even more painful to have to watch JJ Watt and DeAndre Hopkins torch him over and over again. Well, we kind of expected that. I mean, we kind of want them to win, but we don't.
4: And and, and I saw a great article the other day. If we're gonna talk about the Texans, I'll just be brutally honest because you know from the get go, I've been the biggest diehard fan when David Carr was getting blasted twenty times again, may uh, we'd still go, man, you know, they still our team. And, but after a while, when, when it's planned obsolescence and they're supposed to fail, it just gets hard to watch. No, no, I mean, let's face it. The coaches we have, and God bless them, I really, I don't mean anything negative toward them, but other teams weren't rushing to hire these guys. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, let's be honest. Okay.
1: My, my son always likes to say, is there any other team in the league that would hire these guys away? And there's not.
4: No, uh, and, and i tell you, Lovey has just had a great run with that Tampa 2 defense, but once the people figure it out, the middle of the field is obviously wide open. so. But anyway, uh, yeah, I did get to see it, and, and I was better off for it. I, I got some <laughs> things done that day. and.
1: Uh, well, you've said that you enjoy watching other teams play, so which ones and why? Well, you know, uh,
4: that's, that's a good question. I like watching Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's a lot of fun to watch. I like watching uh, uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, the, the Chargers and I like watching the Rams. I, it's just fun to watch Stafford who's this reclamation project out of Detroit who's a class act. He and his wife are great Christians and just class act and to have, see him get somewhere and with a, with an offensive line that can protect him and, and really kind of flourish at his age. It's pretty neat. I like watching uh, Brady and the Buccaneers.
1: Well, speaking of that, I was wondering, did you see the story about Tom Brady's 600th TD pass?
4: I really did. Actually, I read that uh, this morning, uh, and the guy who, you know, Evans throws it into the stands, and, that, and, the, and the guy who gets it, they're giving him all these wonderful things because he gave it back.
1: Did you see the list of things they gave him? Yeah, I mean, you know, $1,000 credit at the store. And
4: let's see, season tickets for the rest of the year. Uh, probably a lot more than
1: that. Yeah, he got two Brady autographed jerseys. Yeah. He got one jersey autographed by Evans. As you mentioned, he got uh, season tickets for the remainder of the 2021 year, but they also gave him season tickets for the entirety of 2022. Wow, wow
4: that's pretty good trade-off. <laughs> yeah, considering he's got a team that's a lot of fun to go watch. Yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, it's wonderful. But, you know, what he could have sold that for had he kept it? Oh, yeah. But still, it was, he, was a good, he was a good fan, and, and I thought it was really cool. And, uh, yeah, I just actually read that this morning. I thought, what a class act from the organization, really.
1: And this weekend marks the end of October, and with it, the end of National Pork Month. <laughs> you texted me just last week yeah. about a rack of ribs you bought at the store. Tell us the details of that story. Well,
4: all of you who've gone and look in a meat department in well, first of all, I go in because my, my granddaughter is coming. She loves, loves my ribs. I just slow cook them and, and all that. She really likes them. So I thought, I'll get a couple racks. And I, I didn't have my glasses on when I walked into the HEB. Could be any store. You know, HEB is just like all the other big box stores. I mean, they have, they have good quality products. So I look in there and I went, is that, is that American money? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I put my glasses on. There was one rack for $30 wow i got two one was 28 one was 27 plus plus. and i went okay i love you elliot grace that's my granddaughter i'm gonna get these and i'm gonna make them for you it's gonna cost me about 60 bucks <laughs>
2: Wow!
4: yeah and, and yeah so it things are tough and don't even look at a prime rib or or i wouldn't even look at, at, a, at a ribeye right now man they're just it's crazy
1: well, it has to do with distribution, Fred, and, and I've talked to a number of different businessmen, not just meat purveyors, not just people in the food industry, but Rick Allspa up at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood, right. and he talks about how he can't even get lumber anymore, and it's, it doesn't have so much to do with their ability to produce the product as it does distributing the product.
4: Right, Well, you know I have to understand, in California, all that stuff, because my brother did get two or three containers a week out of L.A. for his company. It used to cost 4,500 dollars to have it delivered from L.A. to Georgia. It's now almost 10,000 dollars per container. 10 grand per truck. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, just telling you, but, and also in California, they won't, what I read was they won't allow any trucks older than 2011 to actually go into that state and bring stuff out of it. That's just California so I'm, t- I'm telling you, and then a friend of mine who is across a uh, long haul trucker, he says the cost of fuel has gone up a buck since our new administration, and that transfers into a lot of lost profit, so it all goes on to the consumer so it's it's a lot of things it's a uh, really bad organization top to bottom that is causing all of this. you know the perfect storm fuel costs go up, we shut down our pipeline, we have to import our fuel and 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 that again another buck a gallon. Whatever. So it, it all transfers to us the customer, the consumer. It just costs more to move stuff. And we gotta, you know, get somebody who'll go, a transportation secretary needs to go, listen, California, let the trucks in, let's get this stuff moved, let's feed America. That's just me. That's what all I know about. It.
1: Well, let's go back to that rack of ribs for a minute. I know you haven't cooked them yet because the family hasn't arrived yet, but tell us how you do prepare a rack of ribs and start with the rub or whatever you do in advance.
4: I use a basic, Bobby Flay has a great rub. It's no MSG and it's just like nine, most any rub you buy has nine basic ingredients. Uh, You know, salt, pepper, maybe some white pepper, cumin, a little bit of smoked paprika and other stuff in there, maybe chipotle, whatever you want to do. So it's real basic rub, and what I do is I pull the, the membrane off, which you're supposed to do, uh, yeah. off the back, and then what I do is I put a, sometimes a mustard put mustard on there to really have it hold on to that that uh, rub. It doesn't, you don't have to do that, but sometimes I do it, because the mustard will burn off. You won't taste it, and it'll, it'll just hold that rub in place. And I don't smoke them. I, I do offset charcoal. I just love it. For some reason, I've got this great rolling fajita cooker, and I put all the ribs on one side, and I put the fire, the charcoal on the other and I just monitor it, and uh, when they get shiny, I pull them.
1: Well, let's talk about temperature. What temperature do you achieve before you put the ribs on the rack?
4: You know, that that's interesting because I sometimes start them pretty hot and kind of seal them up a little bit. I know I've just gotten used to I've done so many on that one cooker that, that I, I just kind of know. I look at the fire and go, hmm, that looks about right. So I don't really use a temperature gauge on that one. It's just kind of man versus fire or whatever. And uh, I, I don't recommend it unless you know your cooker really well, but I've cooked, I don't know how many dozens of racks of ribs on that thing. So I kind of know what it'll do. My family likes them that way. They don't like them in that slow smoker thing as much. They just don't.
1: Well, let me know when the family gets there so I can show up, need a couple of ribs, okay?
4: You know what I was thinking? You know, if I don't do these ribs and I hold on to them, they might go for a hundred bucks a rack. I could really make some money on them.
1: <laughs> A long-term investment. (laughs) Well, brother, we've run out of time before we run out of things to talk about again. Again. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk next week. I love you. Love you too, brother. We
0: hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Void Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a Red Hot Grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something helping me?